I suppose. There was no going back. And now, here of a sudden, and yet no surprise at all, was the cold stink of the pluff mud thick around me. That light probably means old DuPont's nurse is up to change his diaper, Unc whispered. He's got to be a hundred if he's a day. And what if his nurse takes a look out the window, sees, oh, Unc let out then. The word more a solid chunk of sound than a word at all. Nowhere on it a whisper, and at the same time I felt a hard shiver through the boat. For a second I thought we'd hit bottom. The creek shoaled in here at the head. But I knew this spot. I'd been here before, knew the bottom didn't come up until the very end. I quick turned back at Unc, saw he was looking down and to the left. The bill of the Braves' ball cap he always wore part of that silhouette now him in profile to me. He had touched something down there, had the pole up out of the water, held it with both hands like he was ready to gig a frog, and then I could feel that the jolt hadn't meant the bottom at all, and that we were still floating free, still inching closer to that pluff mud than where I'd have to heave the block to anchor us in. Something had scared him, made him flinch hard enough to shake the whole boat. That's what it was. And even though he couldn't see a thing, he was still turned to it, ready. What? I whispered. Don't know, he said, too fast. He lowered the tip of the pole to the water, eased it down slowly like he was testing for something. Thought it was a gator, he whispered. But I don't think it was. He let it down all the way until the top of the pole was even with his chest. Let it sit there a second. Something he whispered. He turned to me, said again, Hold on. And then we hit ground for certain. And here I was, shoved forward out over the bow for the pitiful bit of momentum we had going in. I let go the cinder block, tried hard to get both hands on the gunnels or on the bow itself or just somewhere, anywhere, to keep me from tipping over and into that mud. But it was too late, and I heard the huge aluminum Bonk of the block hit the hull. In the same instant, I fell forward and into pluff mud to my elbows. We were both silent for how loud that sound was and the way it caromed like a billiard ball one end of the world to the other out here in the water. I already had words lined up in me, pissed off ones. It was everything I had to hold back for the cold of this mud and the stink of it and the stupidity of falling in like this when I'd been out on jumbos my whole life. I had words for Unc and this mission, and now none of this was my idea. I had words, but all I could do was swallow them down and watch that window up there, past the marsh grass. Somebody had to have heard us. Somebody had to. Nothing happened. Nothing. No face at the window of that... Guatemalan nurse Judge DuPont had taken care of him, or no old DuPont himself holding close a shotgun. No turning off of the light or turning on an outside one so as to scare off whatever dangerous intruders these were out here. Nothing. And so I leaned back as best I could, pulled my arms out of the mud and whispered, Shit! Through teeth clenched tight for holding off every other word I had. I held my hands out in front of me a second, looked at the pure black of them in this dark. Whatever moonlight there was soaked right up in that black so that it seemed I had stubs for arms. Shit, 
I whispered again, though this time there was nothing for it, just me, pissed off. Nope, Unc whispered from behind me. Pluff mud's only detritus, organic material breaking down. Maybe you'd know this if you hadn't quit college. Not funny, I whispered. I turned toward him, made the move farther back in the boat to where I could lean over one side or the other, wash my hands off in the water, about set tight in that mud. And one more time, I quit for good reason. I'm sure you did, he whispered. I looked up at him, ready to spit words at him, ready for it.